When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. These thunderclouds. These thunderclouds. Oh. These thunderclouds. Oh. All I need is love. Hey, it's Steve Balton, and you're here on My Turning Point, where this week I had a solo conversation. Sadly, no Sage Baba on this one because she wasn't available, but a wonderful conversation nonetheless with my longtime friend Haley Reinhardt, as well as Chris Allen. The two of them have a new song out, a cover of the LSD song Thunderclouds. Had a really fun conversation with the both of them. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did. So what made you guys decide, well, you know what? No, fuck that. I hate to always start with the predictable, so that's never good for me. <laughs> As Haley knows, Chris, because, you know, we've been friends for years. I'm definitely not a, you know, like, go for the conventional. So it's such an interesting thing, though, because for both of you, you guys have known each other for years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you guys start working together on something... You know, it's funny. When you started this idea, did you realize... I imagine you both learned a lot of stuff over the years together, over the years that when you came to work on this record, you realize like, oh shit, there's a lot that we actually, you know, can bring to the table now that you both learned in the years that you've known each other. Yeah, I I think the thing that maybe that I learned and I've been trying to like take advantage of mostly is just like not being afraid to ask. And because I think for so long, I was like, so just uh, like, would this person want to do this or not want to do this or whatever? So, but I've been so just willing to ask in the past couple of years, like, hey, would you want to write or would you want to sing on this or would you want to like play bass on this song? I don't even know you, but I love what you do. So um, that's the thing that I've learned because a lot of people have said yes, which is cool. And I'm glad Haley said yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny though. You sound surprised that she said yes. How long have you guys actually known each other? When did you first meet? Haley, when well, did we meet? It was um, at one of the finales, I think. And I don't know okay. if it if it was mine and or or we also did a show together in Florida. And I think was that the one where it was pouring and I almost got electrocuted? Pretty sure. Yes. There was like buckets of water in our amps, but I was like, hey, rock and roll, if this is how I go, then I'm not <laughs> mad at it. 
I totally but, forgot about that. Where? Yeah, that was in Florida somewhere. That was in Florida. I don't so Chris and I haven't had like a gazillion meetings or anything like that, no. but I feel like we've always really seen each other and we both kind of now hail from this carved out path career where we do strip down songs and let the song kind of speak or the song and the voice speak for itself. So especially when Chris showed me this song, which is an LSD cover, I love Sia. I love Labyrinth. Like how freaking cool is that? Like whole conglomerate. But then Chris taking it just guitar and his beautiful vocals. I'm like, holy shit. This is like, it gave me chills and made me think it was very, very reminiscent of the same kind of feeling I get when I hear like the chain from, mm. you know, rumors from Fleetwood Mac. And that's 1977. And I'm always like hoping and looking to like, get to not only cross genres but cross decades and, and eras so anything back in time like that i i got the same feeling when i heard the song and i was like hell yeah i'm, I'm totally in it's interesting for you guys then it's funny i mean when you look at this right and you know a song but when you strip it down i always talk about this with people when you get into a song that's when you really like pick up on these different nuances so when you guys went into the song were there things that really surprised you about it Yeah, how'd you get to that point, Chris? Like you, like you're the one that broke it down. I didn't even know the song really, and I love yeah, yeah. their group. But like, I knew yours more than I knew their version, which I loved knowing yours first and just kind of like not having premeditated thoughts attached to how to do it. You know, I I love I love the craft of songwriting a lot, and so when I hear something, and there's there's a lot of songs out there that. I love, but I never can hear another version of it. Um, and I love hearing like, especially with straight up the middle pop songs, it's like some of them are masked in these, like uh, the production elements of it. But this song, like maybe there is a lot happening in that, in the original song, but it's like, I could, I could, I could always hear like, this is just a great, this is a great melody. This is a great idea great lyric. Um, they're singing their tails off and I, I could just hear it. Like, and I feel like that doesn't, that doesn't always happen, but I've had this song in, in my brain to do something like this with for a while since I heard it the first time. And, um, I even made like a, a little version of it for myself. Cause I was like, this is kind of fun. I was like, I want to put this out, but I don't want to do it by myself. So that's when I was like, who would say, who would I, who would I want to sing this with? And then my wife is just an uber fan of Haley. And so we, uh, uh, it was like, it was just, it was so easy. I think, you know, I thought our voices, voices would sound good together. And yeah. That's sweet. So we see this expand into other projects. I mean, you know, it's funny because I'm very friendly with both uh, PJ Harding and Noah Cyrus, and I love their collaborations and the way they work together. And we've talked a lot about the fact, for some reason, everything now has gone into features, but of course, there's such a timeless tradition of male-female duets. Mm -hmm. So would you guys see yourselves doing more together in the vein of like a Marvin and Tammy, George and Tammy? <laughs> I can see it. I could, I could totally see it. I mean, I feel like this was so... I mean, not for especially for the way that this was done. I, I mean, it was fairly easy. Um, I mean, I mean, 
Besides yeah. the fact that you're so hard to work with, um, I would. <laughs> He's like the easiest dude to work with, Steve. So, yeah, it was easy. <laughs> well, and I mean, actually, I love the fact, though, that, Chris, you chose the song. Because, like I said, Haley and I have been friends for years. So yeah. we'll geek out on, like, classic stuff all the time. So, actually, I like the fact that, you know, for the two of you, do you feel like you balance each other out then in bringing in different musical tastes so like if you were to do like a uh you know an album together like a she and him or something like that mm -hmm. i feel like do you guys feel like you would have a different background to bring together that would make it really interesting are you funding this product project between <laughs> me and Haley right now? i can get people to do that that's no problem <laughs> Haley and i were just talking about it. apparently i you know <laughs> he's a connector he's a connector like of thoughts, and that kind of person is very special yeah just make me an executive producer and sure <laughs> I, love you. I mean as a fan I would it. like to hear it but yeah alright well wait so I'm gonna put you both on the spot then Haley since Chris chose this song you first and then Chris but Haley mm. what one song would you choose to do with Chris mm. Ooh, that's um, a hard one it's really interesting because I don't typically ever go to doing modern songs the only like real super modern song that i did some years ago with postmodern jukebox was habits from tovlo and mm. i got to completely reinvent it and make it super jazzy and like quirky but i'm not used to i always pick like you know creep or everything older than creep because they're songs <laughs> that like i deeply connect to and yeah. there's not like a there's not a huge amount of like super polished stuff that's on the radio that I'm like, Oh, I want to reinvent this. But mm -hmm. no, that's like, it's kind of a, a hard question. Cause could we also do something from back in the day and, and also break, I, I think whatever it is, it'd be nice to continue to strip it down. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it's just his guitar and our voices and you know, the song and the voices are the hero. And I feel like, if we continue to do stuff, I would like to do it that stripped down to like, let it just breathe, you know? Yeah. So is there one that comes to mind though? I mean, cause again, it doesn't have to, like I said, I like the idea of you bringing in something that's more classic and then him going more contemporary. Cause I think again, what's cool is, you know, when you have people who have different backgrounds, you know, it, it's much more interesting, you know, Maybe. than just doing, I don't know. Maybe we should do it. For, you know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should do the chain, Chris. That's what it reminds me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm super into something like that, and I, I think I, I think I sent Haley a, a Leonard Cohen song a while ago. I was like, this would be fun too. Um, I like never heard that song either. What song? Uh, was it? I, I'm trying to think what it's called. It goes like, Hey, that's no way to say goodbye. Something like it's that. Haunting too, just like it's this one. Super haunting, yeah. That's well, the vibe. I would probably do anything that wasn't haunting. Well, <laughs> and there's a girl that's singing with him, and I don't know who she is. Yeah. But I was like, her voice is crazy, and I was like, hey, I feel like Haley kind of sounds like this. Huh. Yeah, I want to revisit that. Well, Steve, we could let you know what that one is called if you want to know. Yeah. Well, no, oh. just as a fan, I'm googling it now because you know now I want to okay. know. <laughs> I love it. There was a movie, a I looked it up. Oh, it's actually called Hey, That's No Way to Say Goodbye. There you go. I'm, yeah, I was trying to think because I've saw a million different versions of it too. And that was, I never saw like a recorded version with her on it. It was just like a video that they did on some sort of TV show. 
Mm-hmm. But I Which don't is, remember her name. Yeah, what's her name, Steve? I don't know, actually. It's, it doesn't credit it another woman singing I'm it. I'm look it up. I know uh, Nina Simone has a version of it. Oh, cool. You know, I love her. I don't yeah, only yeah. give her versions in my last sh- show. <laughs> That's cool. Judy Collins did it, but yeah. Oh, Judy Collins did it with him. Is that who it was? Oh. That's who it is. Sorry. Yeah. I've seen Judy Collins before with Steven. Steven Sills. That was, that's cool. She's a little songbird. Isn't she? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, so now, yeah, we just got to find someone to fund this, but I don't think that's going to be that hard. <laughs> I love it. You know, Steve, it's like what I really also want to like kind of hone in with this is that, you know, Chris is so easygoing. I don't, I don't necessarily want to talk about idol, but he won the damn thing. You know, I get third and we wow. both kind of like pave our own way and n- never like to use that title as a crutch. Like it's, I feel like we're the rebels of the show in our own way because we have made our own labels. We're both yeah. platinum recording artists. And it's like, that's, I want to kind of send the message out. Like, this is possible. We're still winning. We're winning a lot yeah, and we're doing like it that. our way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait, now I'm curious though. It's funny, but I mean, do you feel like at this point, you know, for both of you, I mean, with the idol thing, mm-hmm. you know, does it, I mean, do you feel like there are things you learned from it though? And then also things you learned what not to do that now you're able to bring to your career. So it's like, you know, again, it's funny, Haley, that you say you're the rebels from it. I mean, you know, isn't that the nature of music inherently to be rebellious? Mm-hmm. I think Most you have definitely. to be a successful artist. I think you have to be authentic to be a successful artist. And I think you have to be rebellious. Couldn't agree more with both of those two aspects. Yeah. I mean, I think, Go ahead, Aiden. Sorry. No, please go. I was just going to say that authenticity, I think, can be rebellious. Um, and that would be the only, like, I don't think in my heart I'm like, like, oh, my gosh, I have to do something. Like, I, I have to rebel against anything in particular. But I do think that being authentic is my way of being rebellious. I love that. And, I, and the reason that word came to my mind is because the easy thing would be to use that show and that title and headlines as a crutch. But mm-hmm. I'm here asking people not to use that in the headlines and to make that just be a piece of, of a, and a milestone of our careers that is, you know, on a list of other things. And it's, I think in, in that way, like I've worked really hard to separate myself mm-hmm be able to say like yeah i used to be with interscope concord x y and z not saying i wouldn't ever be with a major or another label again but like it isn't fair and i'm like why not just make my own and do exactly what i want to do without somebody like right over my shoulder mm-hmm. um and i know there's so many kids out there and people that are like wanting to do it their way but feel and get stuck because they think there's only one boxed up, you know, way to do this and be in this game. And it's just not true. Yeah. Well, there's no gatekeepers anymore. 
That's true. Or at least it doesn't seem like it. Like you can get into the party just by making music and you can put it out there, which is, which I think is really cool. I think that's why sometimes like you see just good stuff winning and yeah. I would I hope, I would hope that that's the case. <laughs> now wait, are we, we're premiering a video for this next week, right? <laughs> no, Steve, listen, it got <laughs> fucking deleted, man. I'm so upset. Remember? That's all good. I, the guy deleted all of our footage and I literally want to strangle him. But um, Chris has been the nicest about it. Um, but, I have fun. But, yeah, it was going to be so sick, Steve. Anyway, looking forward, I think that it would be cool to even say that, you know, there could be, there will be one in the future. Because I want to come, I want to come to you, Chris, in, in October possibly and just make something oh, okay. happen if you're around. Yeah. Because I'm not so. going to go to Europe and tour anymore because I need a break and I want to do that instead. Okay. All right, wait, I have to ask the story, even if it's not on the record. What the hell happened with the deleted footage? Steve, I filmed an entire, we filmed and put our blood, sweat, and tears into this <laughs> and did like a super DIY, art, artsy as fuck video in my backyard by the cabin where those pictures are from. And dude, that DP did, did not save it to a hard drive for over three weeks and the day i'm supposed to go in to edit it with him which was the last day of my tour he calls me and tells me that he let another company take his cameras with the sim cards and they filmed over everything <laughs> i didn't even think it was possible to lose stuff these days but it's amazing isn't it the well here this way you'll make a better video i i i'll i'll go with that <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh cried my gears but yeah so. so all right so for you i mean what are the chances by the way too now that you know i'm apparently funding an album that you know <laughs> you guys are gonna like do any dates together Ooh. well, well I, I would love that i mean i think it'd be really fun i've i've seen Haley play she came into nashville and i came to her show and it was unbelievable um, I think I would just want to watch every night. So it'd be interesting to be on the same bill maybe, but, uh, but I'd be, I'd be happy to do it. It'd be so fun. That would be fun. But for both of you guys as well, it's funny. I mean, obviously you have, like you mentioned Haley, the idol connection and stuff like that, but there's so much more that, you know, having a similar ethos, you know, mm -hmm. and again, what's cool in music these days is once you have established yourself in some way, there's no real rules. You can kind of do whatever you want. So how much fun is it for you guys to be able to collaborate and again, have that sort of camaraderie of someone who understands, look, right. I remember doing an interview years ago with Alanis, who I love my favorite freaking interview of all time. And we were talking about the fact that, you know, what she went through with the success of Jagged Little Pill. And she was saying, there's very few people in the world who actually understand what I went through. She's like, so I relate to like a Leonardo DiCaprio from Titanic, Eminem, you know, there's very few people who get that type of thing. And mm -hmm. so for you guys, you know, obviously there've been what 56 seasons of Idol, So there've been a lot of people <laughs> on the show, but there's still very few people who've gone through it. When you look at the grand picture. Yeah. So do you feel like there's a, a sort of ethos and empathy that you guys understand each other and it makes it just more fun to work together because you have a similar experience, a similar shared experience? I, I yeah. think so. I mean, I feel like 
it is um, when I anytime that I come across anyone that has been on the show in any way, it's just like there's an initial. There's always this. There's a connection, and I don't know. Like there's people that you know that are the same. I think we deal with the same things after like similar things that we're dealing with after the show, whether, whether it's trying to get a show booked or trying to get, I don't, I don't even know. There's a million things. So I, I do think that there is an immediate connection between people that have been on the show. Yeah. There's like an unspoken language there because we all know that it was, we went through the, the gauntlet to a degree and um, especially the camaraderie that I feel with Chris is so real because he's just such a like salt to the earth kind of dude. And I know that his intentions are pure and mm. we would be doing this, you know, because, well, of course we would love to see it um, be heard by millions of people, For sure. but at the same rate, we know that it'll be coming from like a really like a place in the heart, you know, and well, just being lovers of music and it just feels genuine. So it's not like I would do this with anybody mm. and I Chris would feel the same. Yeah. It's there's definitely something beyond that, that the whole idol thing that really like shines through because he's such a real person and it, it makes it, um, I don't know. It just makes it count that much more. Thanks. But it's also interesting because you guys have gone through, you know, again, you followed your own path afterwards, you know, so it's like you have a different connection as well. But what I was getting at too is do you also feel like, again, for both of you guys, you know, because again, music, especially in your solo artists, can be an isolated thing. So mm. how much joy is it to find someone who has a similar sensibility that you can work with? Oh, that is, you. I don't even know how to respond to that other than amen. It's just like being a solo artist is very interesting. I sit in this room and I record and I write stuff by myself and I have no idea if anything is good sometimes. <laughs> and so it's just, it's fun to like go through any of this with somebody and with somebody else. It's, it feels like, I don't know. It feels more worth it or something. I don't know. It, and maybe it's just that there's a, when you get more people involved, there's a better energy about things becomes more important for some reason. Um, and it's just more fun because it's was, I mean, especially with somebody that you enjoy when we got like the first, I think I was sitting at the dinner table, Haley with my, with my wife and kids and you sent us just the vocal. And I think I played it at the dinner table. My wife like put her fork down and was like, what is this? I'm like, I know. This is amazing. And so, yeah, I just, it's so fun. You're very modest too, Chris, which is like, I don't know, hard to kind of come by in this industry. And um, I don't know, it's just another thing that makes us work so great together because you're just like, you don't even seem to know how great you are. No. And I don't think that in a... Uh, demeaning way or condescending way at all but like you're so incredible and yet you still have this humbleness about you that I mean I think is just so incredibly important and it it also just leads into the world of integrity and integrity is so important to me as a person an artist that 
you know, it's, it's just another kind of sister word for, uh, authenticity really to me. Mm. So I think we, we're cut from the same cloth in those mm. ways. I think you, What's I interesting, mean, Chris, what you were saying about how somehow it makes it more important working with someone else. Yeah. And that makes sense to me because if you look at it, it's like when you're playing team sports, right? You know, yeah. your other people are with you and you feel like you're, you know, you don't want to let them down, mm. you know? So it's like a difference between playing solo singles tennis and doubles tennis yeah. is mm. when someone else feels like they're, you know, when you feel like you're responsible for someone else, it puts added pressure. So it actually makes total sense, mm. you know, that obviously if you're working with someone who you respect and like, you want to carry your weight. So it's interesting. Does it, do you feel like it then in a way can make you more inspired? Because again, you now are, you know, you want to do well for anyone that you care about, you know, their opinion, you want to do well for them. Yeah, totally. I think, I think there's some of the, sorry, Haley, go ahead. Oh, please. I was just going to say, like, I do think that there was some of that, even like I said, when she sent that vocal, I was like, well, I have to redo mine. And, and I did. I, which was ridiculous that you did that. <laughs> I went and redid mine and I like got up, I went to my friend's house and got like, cause he's got better mics and stuff than I do. I was like, geez, I just need to, I need to really get this right. And so it made me up my game. And I also think that there is just like a, when you're working with somebody else, it does make it more important. It makes it more fun, but it's easier. And maybe this is just like my personality, but I am not very good at promoting things that I do very well. But now that it's us doing something together, it's so much easier to be like, well, have you heard how she sounds? You know what I mean? Or like, listen to how we sound together. That's so much easier than being like, have you heard my song? You know what I mean? It's uh, that's a, that's just a different thing. Uh, and I, I like being able to do that and showing people this because it's not just like super self-serving, which I like writing music by myself. I'm not saying that I don't like doing that, but it's just, uh, it's been a fun aspect to it. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I, there's like power in numbers and, the fact that we're in this together has made it also easier for me to reach out to particular people and radio stations. And mm -hmm. um, because I feel like it's such a, it's a versatile kind of tune that can fit in so many places, but also because you're a part of it. And I feel the same way. It's such a, like, that's where I feel like you and I are the same as well. It's, it's hard to just keep promoting yourself and pushing the same thing product out, especially <laughs> if you feel like you're, I don't know, like you're overdoing it, it or it's just like, it's, it's a little self and it can feel a little self-indulgent. I'm sure yeah. for both of us, which is why we're kind of like, eh. once the art's <laughs> done, it's like, I don't want to touch it anymore. I hope you like it, you know, but it's easier with this, having it done with you. Yeah. Well, well what do you guys want to add about this that we didn't talk about? I mean, you know, it's funny for you. I mean, we talked about the song and the reinterpretation and all that. I'm trying to think, is there anything that, you know, We've now created an album concept and a tour. So yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the, okay, it's like when Zoe Deschanel well, and Moore did it, it was she and him. So what's the name of your project going to be? Oh my God. <laughs> well, I just hope that it gets synced now because we're working on that. And it, the song is so moody. So I really want to see it like in a, a really sick, you know, haunting movie or series mm. or something. So I'm, I'm putting that out there for right now. Um, hopefully so the strike. So what would be a perfect example of like a haunting movie or series for you? Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
Oh, um, can Peaky Blinders come back and then we'll just do (laughs) 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 Or even like in a Black Mirror episode, who knows? Oh, yeah, I could see that. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Could be cool. The next Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. (laughs) I was like, what are you talking about? Wednesday. It took me a second, too. I was like, oh, Wednesday. I'm like, wait, I thought the song was coming out on Friday, but yeah. Yeah, I said the 25th. I've been saying it for a while. Wow, your heart dropped. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, man, it took me a second, too. I was like, Wednesday. What's happening next Wednesday? Yeah. Oh. I don't know a lot of TV shows. and I mean, I think the last thing I watched was Succession, and I don't know if it... (laughs) Maybe it it belonged on there. It's a good show. (laughs) Oh. This is fun. Cool. Was there anything you guys want to add we didn't talk about? I don't think I, so. I appreciate you chatting with us, Steve. Appreciate it, man. Hey, this is Steve Balton. You've been listening to My Turning Point with special guests Haley Reinhardt and Chris Allen. Thanks. Take my hand. Take my whole It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.